You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones here with your midday news for Monday, January 15th, 2024. All politically minded eyes will be on Iowa today as the 2024 Republican presidential nominating process kicks off with the Iowa caucuses tonight. To participate, voters must be eligible to cast ballots in the November 5th, 2024 elections, meaning 17-year-old Iowans can join if their 18th birthday falls on or before that date. Voters must be a member of the Republican Party. Individuals can register or change parties at the caucus sites, but voter identification, such as valid driver's licenses or state-issued IDs, passports, military IDs, etc., are required. The caucuses begin at 7 p.m., and organizers ask voters to arrive 15 to 30 minutes early to complete the registration. The following is a list of caucus locations by county in alphabetical order. We'll start in Audubon County, two sites there. The Audubon High School will be for Precinct 1 residents, and Exira Elkhorn Kibbleton's Middle School will be for Precinct 2. In Calhoun County, just one site for all voters in Calhoun County. That's the South Central Calhoun Middle School in Rockwell City. Looking at Carroll County, there are three sites the Carroll High School for Arcadia, Carroll Ward 1, Carroll Ward 2, the Maple River Township, Carroll Ward 3, as well as Carroll Ward 4 and Wheatland Neast. Again, that's the Carroll High School. The IKM Manning High School will play host to Eden, Ewalt, and Washington Roselle voters in those townships. And then the Lincoln Club in Glidden will be host to Glen Richland, Pleasant Valley Newton, Sheridan Grant Jasper, and Union Township residents. Uh, they'll be there in Glidden. As for Crawford County, just one site there, the Denison Schleswig High School Fine Arts Center for all Crawford County GOP voters. In Greene County, there are six sites. The Central Precinct heads to Greene County Fairgrounds at the Clover Hall. East Precinct heads to the Grand Junction Community Center. Jefferson Ward 1 is at the Greene County Elementary School. Jefferson Ward 2 at the Greene County Courthouse. The North Precinct is at the Chardin Public Library. And the West Precinct in Greene County goes to the Scranton Community Center. As for Guthrie Center, got five sites down there. The Baird Precinct will be at the Baird Library. The Casey Precinct will be at the Adair Casey School in Adair. Uh, the Guthrie Center and Panora Precincts will be at the Panorama Elementary School in Panora. The Stewart Precinct has to West Central High School in Stewart, while the Yale Precinct is in Yale at the Yale Community Club. And then finally in Sac County, just one caucus site there that's at the Ridgeview Middle School in Early. And again, those caucuses begin at 7 o'clock this evening. Looking elsewhere, a Sac City family home is has been deemed a total loss after an electrical fire on Friday afternoon. Uh, fire Chief Dale Duncan says the Sac City Fire Department got dispatched at approximately 3.40 p.m. to 205 South 12th Street in Sac City and, ri- and arrived on the scene within minutes. The Lakeview and Lytton Fire Departments, as well as the Sac City Police Department and the Sac County uh, Ambulance Services, also battled the freezing weather for around two and a half hours to extinguish the blaze and check the structure for hot spots. Duncan says the fire was due to an electrical overload and started in the attic. While unable to confirm that they were all running, Duncan observed multiple heaters throughout the residence. Two of the Winkler family were transported to Loring Hospital in Sac City for minor injuries, and the rest remained unharmed. Duncan says approximately 20,000 gallons of water were used to extinguish the flames. The house and all personal property inside were destroyed due to the fire, smoke, and water damage. Duncan wants to remind residents to be careful to stay warm but to remain safe and not overload those electrical units in houses, especially with space heaters. The Sac City, Iowa Hometown Pride Committee has set up donations of clothing and personal care items for the Winkler family while getting back on their feet. So for more questions or if you want to help out uh, the family, you can contact Kim Peterson at 712-660-0270. Her number as well as a list of items currently being requested are included with this story on our website. 
And Carroll County's four public libraries are seeking a 5% increase in funding from the Board of Supervisors for fiscal year 2025. The Carroll County Library Association, which represents the Carroll, Coon Rapids, Glidden, and Manning public libraries, presented their ask during the board's meeting on Monday. Carroll Library Director Wendy Johnson says the association has not asked for an increase in funding since fiscal year 20, and the cost of materials and services have increased significantly from five years ago. Our current funding level has been the same since fiscal year 2020, and there have been substantial prices increases in every aspect of our budget since that time. With the increased costs for all the programming and general supplies, it is becoming harder to offer the same level of staffing, services, and resources to our communities. Library attendance in FY23 was up 14% from FY22 to 72,576 people, while circulation was down 3% to 148,897 for the same time frame. Johnson says that drop in circulation does not adequately reflect the impact each library has on its community. Libraries are about so much more than how many books are checked out and how many people walk through the door. Those statistics are very easy to compile and compare from year to year, which is why we present them. But they do not show the whole picture of what libraries are or what libraries do. For that, you would need to visit the library, participate in a story time with some new parents learning how to read to their kiddos, put a few pieces in the puzzle with our regular patrons, use a public computer to print off a return slip for Amazon, book a study room for a college class or a business meeting, take an ISU extension class, drop in for a no school day activity, join one of the many groups that choose to make the library their safe space, and the list could go on and on. Johnson explained some of the other additional services they offer at Carroll's library beyond loaning out books. We do offer services like we have one from the state called Brain Views or Help Now, Vet Now that has help with applying for veteran services, help for applying for jobs, for the FAFSA, for all sorts of things like that. The 5% increase equates to an additional $4,414, bringing the library's total FY25 ask to just under $88,300. The supervisors did not take formal action on the request during Monday's meeting and will decide how much to direct to the libraries as they make their way through the budgeting process. And we do need to step away here for just a moment. We'll be right back. There's more news on the way after this on KCIM. Now is the time to apply for scholarships from New Cooperative. We are offering 10 $2,000 scholarships to full-time two-year or four-year students pursuing ag degrees. New is also proud to offer the Bob Wallentine Memorial Scholarship, awarding one $4,000 scholarship to an undergraduate student pursuing an ag business degree. Applicants must be a New Cooperative member or the dependent of a member. Deadline to apply is March 15th. Go to newcoop.com scholarships for details, eligibility requirements, and to apply today. People's Company announces an upcoming farmland auction Friday, January 19th at 10 a.m. at the Calhoun County Expo Center, Rockwell City. These 163 acres will be sold in two tracks. Track 1 includes 138 acres with a CSR 2 of 86.6. Track 2 includes 25 acres with a CSR 2 of 82.7. The farmland located just east of Rockwell City on Preston Avenue. The farm will be offered as two tracks at public auction on January 19th at 10 a.m. at the Calhoun County Expo Center, Rockwell City. Online bidding available as well. Contact listing agent Matt Adams, email him matt at peoplescompany.com, matt at peoplescompany.com. That's matt at peoplescompany.com for more information. 163 acres of Calhoun County farmland up for auction Friday, January 19th, 10 a.m. at the Calhoun County Expo Center in Rockwell City. 
Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds ordered flags to half-staff on Sunday following the death of Perry High School Principal Dan Marburger, a victim of the Perry School shooting earlier this month. Marburger was the second death following the attack that rocked the state on January 4th. Marburger was seriously wounded when he approached the 17-year-old shooter and attempted to convince the teenager to cease shooting. Reynolds says our entire state is devastated by the news of Dan Marburger's death. Kevin and I offer our deepest condolences to his wife and family as we pray for their comfort during this very difficult time. Dan courageously put himself in harm's way to protect his students and ultimately gave his own life to save them. He will forever be remembered for his selfless and heroic actions. May he rest in peace. Reynolds has ordered all flags in Iowa lowered to half-staff. That order went into effect yesterday, and flags are to remain at half-staff until sunset on the day of Marburger's funeral and internment. Flags will be flown at half-staff on the state capitol building and on flag displays in the capitol complex. Flags will also be lowered on all public buildings, grounds, and facilities throughout the state. Individuals, businesses, schools, municipalities, counties, and other government subdivisions are encouraged to fly their flags at half-staff for the same length of time as a sign of respect. And turning our attention back to the caucuses, Carroll County caucus goers should not have too much trouble getting to caucus sites tonight, assuming their engines turn over and the frigidly cold temperatures. According to Carroll County engineer Zach Anderson, all of the county's paved roads have been cleared. As for the gravel roads, he says they will all have had at least one pass by a plow or grader by the time people leave for their caucus site. Anderson urges rural drivers to use caution on gravel as the travelable portion of some roads will be very narrow, but he says everybody wanting to participate will have a passable route to get there. Be sure to pack coats, hats, and gloves in the vehicle for the trip as wind chill values are forecasted to drop as low as negative 35 degrees Fahrenheit with real temps around negative 11 degrees. The caucuses begin at 7 o'clock tonight, and a list of the Carroll County sites as well as the surrounding counties are all included at 1380kcim.com. And Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds signed an order over the weekend extending Iowa's harvest proclamation for another month. The new expiration date for the relaxation of weight limits and transportation of harvest-related goods is now February 12th. The proclamation allows vehicles transporting corn, soybeans, hay, straw, silage, stover, fertilizer, and manure to be overweight without exceeding 90,000 pounds gross weight without a permit for the duration of the proclamation. The order applies to loads transported on all highways within the state, excluding the interstate system. Applicable vehicles must not exceed the maximum axle weight limit determined under the non-primary highway gross weight table in Iowa Code by more than 12.5%. They must remain under the legal maximum axle weight limit of 20,000 pounds and comply with posted limits on roads and bridges. The complete proclamation is included with this story on our website. And that is going to be wrapping up your KCIM Midday News for Monday, January 15th, 2024. For these stories and many more, be sure to check us out online by following us on Facebook and Twitter on the web at 1380kcim.com or through the Carol Broadcasting mobile app. I'm Nathan Cones reporting.